Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, JB, Mike Molina, and Andy Brandt Bernard. And we'll be right back, kick things off right after this Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there's tons of big news like Big and Shay Shay won't play Kanye anymore. Oh, no. So I was really sorry to hear that. That's uh, terrible, terrible news. <laughs> big is spelled, by the way, capital B, small I, capital G, capital G. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, and then Shay Shay is S-H-A-Y dash S-H-A-Y. So uh, Big and Shay Shay said that they can't tolerate what Kanye West said about JB. <laughs> and I understand that uh, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah he was saying. he was definitely going to get huge yeah. blowback from saying anything. I he has to have some sort of mental illness because well, he had otherwise he would have known he does he would have known that what he had said would be a career ender. Well, do you think it'll be a career ender? I mm-hmm. wouldn't doubt it. Baby, what do you think? Yes, it will be more than likely. Um, At least for a few years. I think I almost know what he was trying to say. Oh, I, yeah, I agree with you. I know what he He's was trying. He's not the most eloquent person either. Yeah, so. but the idiot botched it and screwed it up. But what's weird is his mother was a college professor, so he can't be that stupid. <laughs> I think what he was trying to say was, we have allowed 
the mentality of 400 years mm -hmm. of slavery to continue to... Right. He should have learned the term of learned helplessness, right. which is what he was trying to talk about. Yeah, I agree, JB. That's what I got from it, yeah, too. Me too. I mean, if you read it, that's what you could get from it. But mm -hmm. everybody, of course, just panics and mm -hmm. thinks that he's blaming black people. Well, on Twitter, you can't get the full context. So. Exactly. No, you cannot. And context is arguably one of the most important things in any piece of information. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've had people, um, like, why did you just snap at me at that text I message? Know. And I'm like, S what? how do you snap at anybody on a text I message, know. first of all? You know, but you, know, you find out really quick that some people need a lot of, hi, good morning, mm -hmm. I hope your day is going yep. well. Yes, could you please give me the contract instead of I haven't received the contract mm -hmm. yet? Just as an FYI. Mm-hmm. Not, I hate your guts and you have, you're a lazy, horrible human being. Yeah, I can come across as cold via text because I don't type all exuberantly. I, I just, know. Everybody yeah. wants exclamation marks. Yeah. And, they want yeah. exclamation. They want, hello, how are you doing? I hope yeah. your day was great. It's like, no, just but the I facts. Thought, but That's one of the hi. main reasons I am not on Facebook. Yeah. Hi. Because yeah. I would never reply to anybody's birthday or yeah. their wall or yeah. whatever. And then oh, people yeah. would get offended and... Yeah. message being i was like i know whoa, it's whoa, whoa. It, it's like you know it's some people don't spend their entire lives yeah. on facebook and yeah, twitter calm down it's very very but true. that's how and even in the bit in in the professional world that's how people are starting to communicate because that age group is creeping more and more and more yeah. into the workforce and, sure. they, and that's how they expect people to communicate and it's like that's not how i communicate it's right hey, hey hello right. mm -hmm. This is what I want, and I'm I'm out. Right. You know, I don't spend a lot of time with plants and trees or whatever you want to call well, it. Well, but I will tell you, over the years, I've people that come to me and said, "Yeah, God, JB's a prick," and I said, "Yeah, so what? <laughs> so what? So what if he is? I know. Sure I, is. I've known him for a long time, and I know you don't have to tell me." Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, JB, are you still driving the Venza? Yes. Okay, because there was another, you have a gray one, right? Dark right. gray. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I was crossing the street, I saw a gray Venza, and he slowed down as if I, he knew me, mm. and I thought it was you, so I was saving you a spot. <laughs> I, I went out there, and I was, wrong I, was, Venza. I was cornering off the spot, and all of a sudden, the guy turns around, and it's a white guy. And I was like, oh, this is awkward, because I was, there was cars coming by, right. and I was like, nope, keep moving. He should have just on. held up a sign, <laughs> we'll hold parking yeah. spots for money. Oh, you know what you should have done? You should have tapped on him and said, JB, when'd you get vitiligo? <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. That'd have been the greatest. Oh my God, you know, that's weird. so funny. I don't see people with vitiligo as much as I used to. <laughs> this I, is like an Andy episode goes, of Silicon Valley. Right, it goes right to it. This is Silicon Valley, right there. I actually saw somebody last week <laughs> with it. So yeah. With vitiligo? Mm -hmm. Yeah, once yeah, in a while. We don't. Do they make those events anymore? I don't think no. so. I think they that's only... the perfect size car. Why don't they make that anymore? Uh, I have to bring that well, up to Doug Sprinthal. They made it in Canada for this year, and uh, then that's going to be it. Yeah, 2017. So I have to go to Canada to get one? one. But the, you the, got it, the reason, and Doug, or somebody explained to me why they stopped, because I was like, this is the car you guys want me to buy, but they stopped making it and said, go check on online with all the customer comments. And they're all wonderful, yeah, glowing. Yeah, why did they stop yeah. making it? Because it's, there was no market for it because it's in between the Highlander and the RAV4 and they couldn't sell them. Yeah. I see, they're, that mm. seems to me that that's the perfect. Right. There's too yeah. many models of car. 
There's just so many. I mean, you, you, you had the compact SUV, which is the Rap Four. Why'd you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the oversized SUV, which is the Highlander. Yeah. And for me, the, that's why I liked the Venza because it was. So in, it's a little bigger than the Rav Four. Yes, it's, okay. it's a little bigger than the Rav Four, okay. but it's it's not as big as a Highlander. And it and, still has four wheel drive and all that. Yeah, and wow. and it feels like it, it feels like you're driving a car and not an SUV. It, the the they, white JB in the in the gray Venza was very nice because he rolled down his window and he's like, "Can you can I help you?" I was like, "Oh, just here's your spot." Because it was so awkward. Yeah, I saved a spot for you. You got to look for the big Goldie on the back of okay. my. Could you do me a favor, Molina? Without telling JB what it is from Silicon Valley, would you play him that piece? <laughs> JB, if you don't love this, it is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my and entire life. And I've never life. seen the show. so. Oh, you'd love the show. Honestly, Andy, you got to start watching Very it, too. You funny. would love it. I, the things that people say to one another on there, and it's like nerd heaven, which is one reason I love it so much. The real Silicon Valley is, yeah, it's pretty much just a bunch of... Like friends getting other friends' jobs. Yes. They're all incompetent and fragile, and it's just awful. That's pretty much right. Is this the show that TJ was on? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It was the show that TJ was on, and he he says he quit. They say they fired him. Somebody had mentioned uh, Schwiel. I never know the truth. And is he still alive? TJ, yeah, he's still alive. He was still alive two weeks ago when he was sitting in the studio here, so he was still alive. (laughs) I, I. for sure was worried about we needed to put him on a suicide watch. Oh, I know. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh. the bomb threat thing was a little odd. That was very odd. Was, it was. Off off the rails just a little bit, but, you know, it's just... Did he talk about that at all? I've got to listen to the episode. Uh, he did not. He didn't? No. No, he didn't talk about the bomb. He didn't want to talk about the bomb And you didn't want to ask threat. about it. Say, what was... about the bomb threat, <laughs> uh, yeah, Gosh, I, you know, Kath and I were talking last night about, actually, you know Tim Kalander. Yes. I just worked for Tim Kalander doing a Yamaha commercial. And I think the world, of Tim, Tim's a great guy. And I was talking about all these different things and how, and it's very true. The last time that people hated each other as much as they do right now is in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then they started shooting and killing presidents and people yep. running for president and Martin Luther King. And if we don't mm-hmm. calm down with this, everything you say to me hurts my feelings, people are going to start getting killed. I said that four weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Show. Yep. It's just. Well, that's seriously, not good news. They need to calm down. Well, I was telling Catherine last night, you know, this whole deal with Charlie Rose now. Now there's 30 women that say he exposed himself to them or whatever. He, I don't know, but a lot of women say he did it. And I was telling Catherine, and I won't name who it was, but when the show first started and the ratings came out, there was a certain person in management who would have a few wheels to celebrate and run up and kiss me right on the lips every month. I will never forget that. Is this the same person that would kiss you when, on his birthday or the holiday party? You got that right, okay. homie. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. But he, he did get kissy. Yes, Think he about did. if he did that fun. now. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't funny, but it also wasn't no, it was, sexual. No, it wasn't fun. No, it so. wasn't fun. Yeah. No, it wasn't sexual. It was like, ugh. It was kind of sloppy. Yeah. I mean, today I was meeting <laughs> Same with, experience you know, I had. I was meeting with my softball head coach, and yeah. uh, she wears a visor that she takes off via Velcro. Well, she's worn out the Velcro, but she's superstitious, doesn't want to change the oh, visor. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh. Um, so I'm like, 
well, I need to say something to you, but I need to te- pre-warn you. This is how I was taught the Velcro. She goes, okay. I said, you worn out the male side of the Velcro. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> well, I know. you got to be careful about everything, everything now. Right. And she just started chuckling. She's like, okay, I get it. But she understood why I said what I said before I yeah. launched into it. Because you never know. Some All of a sudden, you get called in the office. Why are you describing Velcro male and yes. female and get, yes. talking about genitalia? It's like, oh, those are the official, uh, that's the official way to describe like cords and stuff. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So oh, male and female. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's how Percy gave me the talk, by the way. What? Well, then when an ext- Velcro? No, extension cord. Mm. Oh, he did? Yeah, he, he held him he up. Said, I love that. <laughs> he said, uh, I love that. Now, this is the male end of the extension cord. Plug it in the wall for me. I love uh, it. <laughs> it's like, I think I just got to talk. That <laughs> was the talk. That was that it? That was it. That was it. Mm-hmm. Now, JB, your girlfriend is the outlet. <laughs> I just want you to know that. That's just how it is. But do you think <laughs> the manager may... If he did that now, like again, and I would say this that he was Italian and it was an Italian thing, like Tino <laughs> Lettieri. He kisses me on the lips, but it's an Italian no, He's deal. a very kissy guy. He is. He kisses everybody. But do you think that they could get away with that now with people no. being. I, no. I think it. Even, look, there's nothing sexual about it at all. It's just. I, you know, I got worried last. Catherine and I went to a reception last night. And I had to leave because she was waiting for me. And I was trying to wade through the crowd. And I reached up and touched this woman's shoulder so I could ask her to move. And then I went, oh, Jesus, I, we just talked about this. You can't touch anybody anymore. The, the sexual, you really can't. The sexual harassment lawsuit that we had at, in the athletic department. With uh, Nor- Norwood Teague? No, not with Norwood. <clears throat> oh, not with Norwood. It was with uh, There's Randy's. That's okay. basically what it was. That he touched her shoulder? She claimed he touched her shoulder and moaned. But Randy, <laughs> but Randy's a huggy person. But see, here's the problem. Because I went, when I touched her shoulder last night, I went, um, so I suppose you could, that's not moaning, it's saying um. Right. But it's just like, I needed to get by. But Randy's a touchy guy. I mean, he would shake my hand. Yep. And put his other hand on his shoulder. That's exactly that's how, how I've done it my whole life. That's how he is. I put when I shake pe- hands with people, I either touch their their tricep or their shoulder with and with my other hand. Right. Just, I mean, hey, that's how I was taught. And the really odd thing about it is, there's the they call it the soul the soul shake. Yeah, the soul Ooh, shake. I like the soul shake, where it's Dapping. one hand and then reach around and yeah, yeah. and it's like. Boy, that can easily be misconstrued well, as, as an advancement. My, Michael Malone, the, the great comedian, was in here a couple of weeks ago, and he hugged me and like three times. Right. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just he hugged me. He's like, hey, good to see you. Some people are just more affectionate. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I just don't know if you can even be that way, though. No, you, you know, can't. You have to weed can't. it out. You can't. It's not allowed. People, well, no. that sucks. And then they wonder why people become cold. Now, and you become cold because yep, yep. you don't even want to take the chance of having something flip back on you. Uh, it's just interesting throughout history watching all of these social mores come and go and, yeah, and, and it's turn a cycle. around. And, yeah, because it I, is a cycle. It used to be, right. Remember, it, it used to be coming out of the 50s that everybody was like too repressed and they weren't allowing yep. their emotions mm-hmm. to be 
expressed and la 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 and everybody needed to you know tell everybody everything and and you know hugging and kissing was you know and encouraging now it's like right. don't touch anybody look well, at anybody or say anything to everything anybody. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they it's read true. something into exactly everything. yeah you yeah, can't you can't have a frown you can't purse your lips together you can't can't do this because you got bad body language it's oh like my I understand God. it's like you can't comment on my body language because you're not me did your mom and dad tell you they loved you Yes, constantly. They did. See, because that was not very common. Like, my mother told me on her, I think, 61st birthday that I was the first person that ever told her that I loved her. Nobody had ever said they loved her before. I that. still can't believe that. Well, I know. That's so but, crazy. But With all those didn't kids? Used to, people did not used to tell Dude, each other yeah. they Even loved one Even as one little another. tiny kids that you didn't say, I, I love you, Mommy. Most, most kids will say, I love you, Mommy. Well, I did go Tootsie Pain in the Ass. So that was kind of like the same thing. It was funny. My dad had a phrase that Bill, and I probably shouldn't say this, but he would say it just like Bill Cosby would say it. With the love. With the love. And and I'd hear Bill Cosby start to say it's like, boy, that must be a generational thing. It is a generational thing, (laughs) no doubt about it. We'll be right back after this Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. My, 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 my. You know, some of the, some of the people that I've known that have, uh, have grown up like in small towns, mm-hmm. they talked about a thing called squirreling, and I said, "What? What is squirreling? What are you talking about? What is squirreling?" I know. Well, what it you is. know? Oh, you guys no. know what that is? I know what it is. <laughs> Where a guy would walk up and like grab you by the seeds, right? <laughs> or now it's basically tap you. What's tapping? Mm-hmm. They still do it. Oh yeah. Well, see, Nate, couldn't you get in a lot of trouble for that? Yo, yes, you can. Yeah, you think I would so. think so because nobody at North High School ever did that. <laughs> Because I think you'd gotten shot. Yeah, really. I don't think guys were doing that 
you know. In small towns, they were. They always were. Oh, I, apparently, I didn't Not know. Rogers, I'd never seen it. No, no. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, I mean, I've what, heard. Why? Why did guys do that? Because they try to hurt you. To yeah. hurt you. Yeah. Or Why? Or Once fake, again. It, especially like baseball players. Weird. Like the, just to fake you out. Some yeah. of them like fake that they're going to do it and you just kind of, you know. You, you oh, so it's a, like a territorial sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, it sounds like a power thing. The, yeah, declaring that they're the bigger dog or something. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even seeds, say please. that. I just think it's just. Just being they a jerk. Just, they just. And I think Tom knows some of this from being around professional baseball players. They just like to screw with each other. They do. Constantly. Uh, Constantly. Constantly. And if you're, you're not right. strong enough to take that, oh. then you just you become this shrinking violet in the clubhouse. Yeah, Maybe that's, that's right. why their sport is dying. Oh! That <laughs> might also be the fact that the Twins can't win a yeah. game. But other yeah. than that, yeah. you know. Bottom of the ninth walk-off homer. Unbelievable <laughs> again. Another walk-off <laughs> homer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. That bullpen is yep. horrendous. I mean, terrible. Did you ever find that? I had great hopes for this year. Did you find the Silicon Valley thing, Melina? He forgot. Um, <laughs> oh, he forgot. <laughs> be- before we go to that, he played Can't Touch This. Mm-hmm. So when one of our pitchers strikes somebody out, that's what they play. And oh, they, Can't Touch This? Yeah, and they do a quick, very quick MC Hammer dance in the dugout. Hammer dance. They wear hammer pants doing the hammer dance? <laughs> no, I said, I do that. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Well, I know you wear hammer pants. Yeah, right. You ever seen me in a pair of hammer pants? <laughs> I don't think so. No. I don't think I ever <laughs> <laughs> Which would be kind of funny, actually. <laughs> I don't know. It, the whole thing has gotten so bizarre now. It's just, what are you going to do? You can't talk about this. You can't talk about anything anymore. And everything now is racial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camille Cosby says the only reason that Bill got uh, convicted is because he's black. Oh, well, that was fact that 60, but, 60 women but came this, But this, in his case, eh, whatever. But in some cases, you have to go to that court because they leave you, they won't leave you alone. And yeah. to make them leave you alone, you either got to tell them that they're racist, that they're sexist. Like who, who won't leave you alone? People, like people in management or, oh, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So you have to literally scare the crap out of them by saying you're being racist or you're being sexist or you're being, you know, well, you're so being this or you're being that. Just to get them to back off and leave you alone. Yeah, I suppose. I understand. I mean, like Catherine was saying, you, you know, you got to declare that you have a, a mental health issue. You know what? And And then literally prove it to them and then then they'll leave you alone. Then they'll leave they you alone to. because they have to at that point. You know what I'm going to do? You just give me a great idea. What's that? Whenever Catherine says anything to me, I'm going to say, <laughs> well, you're my boss. You can't talk to me like that because you boss me around all the time. But do you have a mental give health me issue? Give a big, it's, fat break. It's going to be phenomenal. God. Catherine's management, and she's trying to mess with me. But you, you, I'll mess with you. <laughs> you're not black. Keep it up. You're not, you're not female. No. You're not homosexual. No. No, nah, you don't have an excuse. So I, as, a, as a heterosexual white man, I'm I'm history. I got nothing. You're screwed. That's great. That's nice to know. <laughs> Did you find that, Melina? Yeah. You got you to hear this, JB. This is phenomenal. This is from a, a show called Silicon Valley. And the it guy's is name very is, funny. what is it, Jared, I think is his name. And he's like the whitest man in America. Pizza <laughs> test. <laughs> Fucking slice line. Oop. Plus, it's fancy high tech pizza taste just like Domino's. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Check out the liner. Oh, yeah. 
guess that's Domino's. We never had pizza because my stepmom said Italians aren't real white people. <laughs> Come on. Lines in history. She wouldn't eat pizza because they might not be white people. <laughs> See, we're not alone now. Or, or real white people. Real white, yeah. yeah, they're not real white people. <laughs> That's one of the greatest things I've ever. I love Silicon Valley. Well, but it, it's funny. I, I I know some Native American people and some Asian people mm-hmm. who, when they're asked what their race is. They'll put white. They will? Yeah, because they can. Will they eat pizza? I, that I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to check that out. We're going to have to find out if they'll chow down on some pizza. There's no getting around that. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll just uh, we slog through life, and we do what we do, and life is good, right? And then you die. And then you die. Police say a three-year-old girl in Stamford, Connecticut, survived with just minor injuries after falling five stories from a window. Oh, my God. She landed in freshly spread mulch, thank God. Mm. Reports the AP. Police tell the advocate the girl fell from the apartment building window Tuesday afternoon. She was moving and crying when found. She was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, Sergeant Brian Butler says the girl was being watched by her sight-impaired grandmother. Maybe don't do that. And an aunt, when she opened the window and fell next to the parking lot. Man, if she had fallen in that parking lot, she'd probably mm-hmm. be dead. Yeah. You know, as a real estate agent, if if you had a sight-impaired grandmother buy an apartment or a condo on the 20th floor, and you knew she had a she was taking care of a granddaughter all the time, you couldn't yeah. you couldn't suggest that maybe she look on the first floor. Yeah. You can't. Nope. No. No. Nope. You cannot. That would be really? that would be That'd discriminatory be yeah. practices. And oh, God, is everything just offensive as hell yes everything. yes we've oh, that's where we've sad. gotten to this point uh the the by the way the department of children and families was notified that the grandmother didn't well and then an that's and that should have been that way yeah i could see that but the mulch and the fact it was a young kid because they're still pliable mm-hmm. helped also yes that's true yeah i could see that that would make sense it took five hours and more than 20 specialists, but a Connecticut woman is now free of a 132-pound 132 132 tumor. The That's about the, my size. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, an entire, you're an entire tumor, honey. What the hell is going on in Connecticut? Where? I don't know. Connecticut. Could, what the hell we got in Connecticut? How could you? This tumor, this tumor was 39 inches around. Uh. Where was it? Uh, on her left ovary. Mm. What the hell? <laughs> Holy God. Doc, I'm walking. I'm not eating. <laughs> that guy who used to have to wear the upside-down hoodie to cover <laughs> his, his tube, oh, he finally yeah. died. Did he? Yeah, he died, yeah. I might expect to see a 25-pound ovarian tumor, but a 132-pound tumor is very rare. 132 pounds. 132-pound tumor. That thing... I, she had to have trouble finding pants that fit, I would think. I can't imagine. Uh, Dr. Vaughn uh, Andekin of Danbury Hospital, where the operation took place on February 14th. His patient, a 38-year-old woman, had experienced a sudden weight gain of about 10 pounds a week. Oh. That is one fast-growing tumor. Yeah. Very scary. Two months. 
and went to her OBGYN per life science. A CT scan revealed that a non-cancerous tumor growing on her left ovary was a... a oh, present. lucky, though. Non-cancerous. Yeah. And ovaries, those are always scary. No, would you pronounce that mucinous, Andy, or yeah. mucinous? The first one. So it's mucinous? Mm-hmm. Because of the mucinous mass uh, growing to Ew. sit on her digestive tract... I don't like any of this. See, there's nothing, there's no winning in this one, because this next line, I don't even want to read it. (laughs) You're going to anyway. Because the mucinous mass grew to sit on her digestive tract, the 350-pound patient was extremely malnourished ahead of surgery and used a wheelchair because of the tumor's weight. Oh. Oh, man. The tumor itself was gigantic, pushing up against blood vessels and putting the woman at risk of potentially fatal blood clots. She was so hopeless because she had seen several other doctors and they were unable to help her. The woman is now recovering well and back to work as a teacher after doctors removed the mass. Her left ovary, the left fallopian tube, and excess skin stretched by the tumor. Oh, yeah, it says see a pre-surgery image here. (laughs) Thanks. All right, Andy, let's check it out. Let's see it. Here we go. I'm gonna spin the. I'm gonna spin the wheel. Oh, Mama, me. Holy Hannah! I don't want to. Oh. Yeah, you do. Oh. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Boo, do, 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 oh, dear God! Melina, look at that bad boy. Come on, Melina. That looks like. You're not a real. But how many triplets? Triplets. It looks like ten of them in there. It kind of does. Ten What do you call that? Decatuplets. Decatuplets. Yeah. Do you remember Ralph in Sopranos when he makes fun of Johnny Sack's wife? He tells that joke that almost gets him killed. What was it again? Oh, speaking of 98 pounds, I hear Jenny Sachs getting a 95 pound mold taken off her ass. (laughs) (laughs) Those guys, that show was phenomenal. That show was one of the greatest shows in the history of television, The Sopranos. Hey, come on over here, you beach whale. I never liked it. Yeah, Catherine never cared I've for never the Sopranos. Remember when he sees our, our buddy uh, Steve Sharippa and um, Vito? And they're right. both huge. Yes. And Polly sees them standing side by side talking. He's like, hey, it's a commercial for Weight Watchers. Before and way before. <laughs> and way before. <laughs> Come on, now that's funny. That you is know, funny. Polly Walnuts actually was in the mafia. Yep. It's fat shaming, but it's funny. Oh, it's not fat shaming. Can anybody take a joke about anything anymore? I think he only agreed to play that role as long as he was not a rat and he did not get clipped. Right. As long as they didn't kill him or he had to rat somebody out, he said he'd, I'd play the part. Otherwise, he wouldn't play the part. So I'm not doing it. That's all there is to it. Well, I mean, that's we were talking somewhat about this earlier. But you know how we played the dozens. Sure, up. It doesn't, because it doesn't is a game, but right. the way I is a dog damn game. Ah, I can't, <laughs> I can't say the rest of it. But the way we used to do that actually made us tough. I agree, absolutely. You know, somebody said something to you, you just kind of went, yeah, whatever. Playing the dozens, for people who don't know what the dozens is, is like when Chris Rock would say, your mama has so much underarm hair, look like she had buckwheat in the headlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's playing Ma- the dozen. Yeah, your mama jokes are, are your mama. Yeah, their form of playing the dozen. Of playing the dozen. But it's e- like a rap battle, but right. less uh, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. They're a lot better. Yeah. Playing the dozen was a lot better than a rap battle. But you, it made you tough. It did. I agree. In a way, because you know, it's like they just started to associate that kind of thing with 
I mean, it just became, you know, a thing people said, not an actual thing you right. took right. offense to. And then all of a sudden, people got offended by mm-hmm. it, and then it became bullying. Because oh, somebody's cleverer than the other person. The person who wasn't clever was offended. Right. Oh, yeah, we do not like to admit that some people are better than other people yeah, at some things. I suppose. You know, that is not something you, know, you they can couldn't, say. They couldn't, you know, think on their feet and... Come back at him with something. Why are you being so mean? One of my favorite things about the arrest audio is when the guy's sitting in the backseat and he says to the cop, Yo, mammy, boy. And he goes, My what? And he goes, Yo, mammy. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest ever. Yo, mammy. When's the last time you heard that? Daniel Carson. Daniel Carson, who's that? He officially signed his first NFL contract for the Vikings. His name is Daniel. What did it's I spelled say? Danielle. But oh no, it it's, it's Daniel. I don't know why I said Daniel. Sorry. But, but there is a Daniel. Uh, spelled his Daniel, but it's spelled Danielle. But I can't remember his last name. So what's he going to be? What is this guy? I have no idea who Daniel Carson even is. Carlson. Ca- Daniel Carlson. Is yep. he a kicker? Probably a kicker. He looks kind of smallish. Well, then he's probably a kicker or a punter. Yeah, yeah we just drafted him out of Auburn. Yeah. That. What position? Kicker. Yeah. Well, he is a kicker. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm just looking at his body frame from yeah. the photo. Yeah. Hey, what? He's a kicker? He's not a big guy. Really See? Right. Here's a picture of him. This is Daniel Carson. Does not Carson. look like a linebacker. Yeah, yeah he's not no anything other than a kicker. <laughs> he's not even big enough to be a punter. Right. He's not even, I mean, he's not even a wideout. It's like, nah, no, that's no, a no, no. JB, what do you think of that whole deal? I, th- I don't know if I'd talk to you about this, Molina, or not, but. Drafting a guy who's five foot ten, which means he's really five foot eight or five foot nine, uh, as a cornerback to cover these six four, six five wide receivers now. How's he going to cover anybody? Well, they because um, this was the reason why my son didn't get a scholarship to play college football. Oh, really? They said six foot one, six foot two guys can't open their hips good enough to run with wide receivers. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's weird. So. All right. So they go with these 5'10", 5'8", 5'9", guys who can open their hips and they can run, but they also can jump out of the gym. Oh. Yeah, that's true. So that's how they make up for that is the ability to jump. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about MyPillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first MyPillow, and I love it. It's very comfortable. stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. 
and neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Mexican-Americans don't like to just get into gang fights They like flowers and music And white girls named Debbie too <laughs> Mexican-Americans are named Chata and Chela and Chema And have a son-in-law named Jeff Mexican-Americans don't like to get up early in the morning But they have to, so they do it real slow Mexican-Americans love education So they go to night school and they take Spanish and get a B Mexican-Americans love their nanas and their nonos and their ninas and their ninos Mexican-Americans don't like to go to the movies Where the dude has to wear contact lenses To make his blue eyes brown Cause don't it make my brown eyes blue And that's all I got How do you like it? Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. It's like a protest tune, man. Yeah, I, I dig that, man. Yeah. But you know, while you were singing that, I, I wrote another tune. You know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's it's like the same thing, only different. You know? Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a little more rock and roll than right, that. All right, we'll know? get down. Yeah, something like this here. Tommy Chong, oh, God, Cheech and Chong. Are They're going to be in town a week from tonight. They are. Yep. Can they get away with that in this day and age? Well, mm. Cheech and Chong, Cheech, Cheech Marin's Mexican and yeah. Tommy Chong. I don't Chong care. Are... It doesn't matter. Uh, It'll be... Yeah. Happy Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> so, yeah, happy Cinco de Mayo. So I take it, Mike, that you're fired up for oh, Cinco yeah. de Mayo? Oh, my neighborhood's on fire already. <laughs> Today, of course, is Star Wars Day. You yes, know that. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Kentucky Derby tomorrow. Uh, TBS is running Star Wars all day today. And why is that, Catherine? Why why is it Star Wars Day? I don't know. May the fourth be with you. Are you what? Yeah, that's yeah. seriously why. That's seriously why it's started. What? May yeah. the fourth. And I actually be think with they you. stole it off of. Uh, wow. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. They did, oh, yes. Really? You're absolutely yes, because right. Because they, cel- they would celebrate every May 4th with ah. a party or something and sit May there and 4th. watch Star Wars. May the 4th. See, how do I not know these things? It's I hard to say that, though, because you want to say, May the 4th be with you. Right. <laughs> you want to flip-flop them, but, you, you know, it all works on the end. Did somebody break their chair and exchange it with my chair? No, your stuff is always broke. No, this one's, like, <laughs> leaning way back. Hmm. You can you can use normal? the other one. We is can roll normal? another one to you. Right. We can take care of it. This story is 
terrifying. The chilling story of Sandra Bullock's convicted stalker has come to a dramatic close. Joshua James Corbett, who was convicted of breaking into Bullock's home in 2014, killed himself on Wednesday in La Crescenta, Florida, home during a five-hour standoff with police. Florida. Corbett, 42, barricaded himself in his home around 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, La Crescenta, California. Oh, I thought you said Florida. No. No, no, California. Wait, did he? No, I did not. I don't know. Oh, God, here (laughs) we go. Mm. La La Crescenta, California. Home during a five-hour standoff with police, USA Today reports. Corbett, 42, barricaded himself in his home around 7 o'clock in the morning after officers arrived with an arrest warrant related to the Bullock case. A SWAT team was called in after threats of violence, according to a police spokesperson. When the police eventually stormed the house, they found Corbett dead of self-inflicted injuries from, oh, he stabbed himself to death. Ah! That's got to be hard to do. I would think. Yeah, not good. Unless you stabbed yourself in, like, the temple or the howdy, eye or something. Howdy. If you just jammed a, a knife in your eye, you'd be I dead I could not do that. Well, I'm just telling you. Wait a minute. He... he... He broke into her house when? 2014, did 2014, you say? 2014, yeah. And now no. this is just... No, he was bothering her again, apparently. Well, they had oh. a warrant for his arrest because he did something new. So yes, they were coming did. to get him, and I guess he didn't feel like going. So this guy's got a lot of problems in the first place. I would uh, go down, down mm-hmm. that line, uh, yeah, that, that, that road, yes. he's uh, There's something wrong with him. There's no yeah. question about it. Well, it's like... It sounds like he had guns in there, so, you know, that's, I don't know a, why he didn't that's a shoot himself. Yeah, much easier way to go, I would say. Exactly. Corbett's conviction came after he broke into the Oscar winning actress's home as she hid in a closet. He was inside her house when police oh arrived my God, after that that's incident. Scary. Police found a cache, cache or cache of weapons, either way. A cache of weapons in his home. Corbett's lawyer tells the AP the warrant uh, was being served because Corbett missed a court date last month for a progress report hearing related to his probation in the Bullock case. He was due for a progress report, and he just didn't want to go to court, the attorney said. He just didn't want to go to court, so he killed himself? Mm -hmm. Did he have weapons when he broke into her house? I don't know. I don't know, but he... Why do guys... Give me an opinion. Catherine, you and all the guys, why do guys and women get so fixated on one person? It drives them crazy. Some people do that. Obsessive. It's an obsessive-compulsive problem. But, I mean, they literally lose their minds over it. It's Mm -hmm. just odd. Well, God, look at the crowds and, like, whenever, you know, Prince or Elvis or the Beatles had a concert. they, They literally looked like they were insane people. They did. It's true. Well, that's more of a mob mentality, I think. It's Still. like everybody else is so hysterical. I'm going to be hysterical too. Yeah, you know, I think that that's what that's all about. But this this obsessing on somebody enough to break into their house. I mean, it happens to a lot of celebrities. It does, yeah. Let's see, uh, I'm trying to find a list of like recent celebrity stalkers. What was the name of that young uh, young girl? She was a young girl or a very young woman got stabbed yeah. in the face by a stalker. Um, oh yeah. What was her name again? Teresa. Teresa something. The hell was her name, Teresa? She was on Mork and Mindy or something. Oh, that would hurt. She, oh, get oh, stabbed in the oh. face. Like, ew. Oh. Teresa Saldana. I think that was her name. I believe it's Teresa Saldana. You can look that up, Andy. Two women broke into Keanu Reeves' house. Did he know they were there? Um, yes. Hey, dudes, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Still think of the chucker. I was going to say, does he know that anybody's there? That chucker thing when he did Keanu. Christy thought it was Christopher <laughs> Reeve instead of Keanu Reeve. Uh, 
So let me ask you a question. How do you play the guitar when you can't move your arms or your legs? <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you, the chucker? But he played along pretty well. He was he, Keanu was into it. Oh, Keanu was great. <laughs> Keanu Reeves was great. Lastman, by the way, That's tried so to get fun. all tried to get all artsy on me this morning. He goes, "Yes," and then uh, he kind of broke character and talked to the third wall. I said, "What?" Third wall. <laughs> he goes, "The third wall." I said, "You mean yeah. the fourth wall?" <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, like third wall. What the hell are you? The, they call it the fourth wall because there are th- two side walls and a back wall on a stage. So that opening in front, they call that the fourth wall in theater. He's still coming down from his Bon Jovi shout out at the concert. Oh my Saturday. God, Bon Jovi won't shut up about yeah. him every time. John Lasman. <laughs> like, oh God. Um, by the way, there was a guy. <laughs> of course, we had to shove this down uh, Lasman's throat this morning. There was a guy that picked John Bon Jovi, the worst rock and roll Hall of Fame pick in <laughs> oh, history. <laughs> that's not nice. Oh, oh, the greatest ever. <laughs> yeah, you proud of that now there, Last Mental? That's uh, fine. Don't worry about a thing. Everything's good. Hey, how about the fact that North Korea released uh, three American prisoners? Yeah, they're being good sports about this whole what? thing. Why do you think this is happening? Because I don't know. Do you think it's Dennis Rodman? No, it's because they're supposedly <laughs> what they were using to launch or test their nu- nuclear weapons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it blew up. Yeah. Blew up or whatever. Yeah. They launched it and it fell right back down on them and blew like half of their weapons program. <laughs> right. Well, so why why all of a sudden was so that? So he realized it, he's got nothing to defend himself yeah. anymore. So now he's like, uh, well. The only reason we didn't take over North Korea in the first place was because if we tried, they would immediately just nuke everything in a, you know, 100 miles South radius. Korea, yeah. Like yeah, South they would Korea. nuke right. South Korea. They would yep. nuke Japan. Probably a lot of Southeast Asia. So we just said, okay, we'll just leave them alone. And if they're not going to be nuking everyone, then fine. So now that they can't do that, now they're like, they know well, that we can why, invade them. Why did he do that? Why, why did he do the missile launching in the first place? They've been launching missiles people. for years. Just, They're testing yeah. their nuclear programs and all that stuff. Yeah, but stuff. they were told not to. Yeah, but honey, you have to realize care. they didn't declare an end to the Korean War until right. last was this week, early oh, this week. God. The Korean War, 68 years old, and they finally said it's over. Yeah, we just took a very hands-off approach. Yeah, they just drew a line between the two of them and said, okay. Do you think those records will ever be broken, by the way, in the same country? North Korea, they blew up their own nuclear program, and their leader, who's now dead, shot an 18 on a regulation golf course. <laughs> think that'll ever happen again? I nope. don't think so. He said I he shot not. an 18. I had 18 holes in one and just walked off the course. You're not buying it? That'd be a nice quick round of golf, though. Yeah, think about that. You'd, you'd be playing golf for about 20 <laughs> minutes. I'd be about at one minute, uh, a little over a minute old. Somebody's scampering up front and throwing the ball in the hole for you, and then you just mm-hmm. walk up and be off again. Yeah, that's going to be great. I haven't played golf in two years, and I have to play in a tournament tomorrow. That ought to be fun. Oh. That ought to be interesting, well, trying to get it airborne. I can count on everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping you're right about that. Oh, well. That's that's the way to jump right into it. Yeah, I'm jumping right into it. You're right. 
A city in southern Pakistan was the absolute hottest destination in April, and by hottest, we're talking temperatures, not trends. In fact, Nawabsha... Pakistan and trends. <laughs> trends, yes. Uh, registered the highest reliably documented temperature in the month of April ever anywhere on the planet, per the New York Times, which noted the city at 122.4 oh. degrees Fahrenheit on mm. Monday. The unbearable heat forced people to remain indoors throughout the day. Roads and markets wore a deserted look, and business activities came to a halt, a Pakistani newspaper reported via the Times of India. The problem here is that there's no governing organization keeping tabs on monthly temperatures globally, so record temps in this category are often based on meteorologist consensus, so there's no such thing as a record temperature. Oh. There's another contender in the top spot. Santa Rosa, New Mexico, once saw an April temperature of 123.8 degrees. But a weather expert cited both the Times and Washington Post uh, says that the record was of dubious reliability because the temperature wasn't recorded at an official World Meteorological Organization weather station. Oh, so, but it's accurate in Pakistan, though. Oh, okay. (laughs) A high-pressure heat dome over the Indian Ocean is to blame for the current heat wave in Pakistan. So... If 123.8 wasn't accurate, but this is, how do they know this is accurate? <laughs> well, and know. also Death Valley has gotten over 130. It so has gotten over 130. I don't know. So what, what are they talking about? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, it's the month of April. That's the, yeah, that is the month oh, of April. Oh, okay, yeah, just, just for the month of April, mm-hmm. I see. That was well, the, then in that case, I mean... In New Mexico, it could have been just like someone saying my... Thermometer says it's 123.8, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is. Yeah, that's true. Because they could have a crappy. Well, my thermometer in my car is about 10 degrees too high a lot of times, and I don't know why. Yeah. Would you bring up story number four over there, Andy? I want to see which place they're talking about because it might be down by where we stay. Trump place no more. A New York Supreme Court judge ruled Thursday that the Manhattan condominium building can remove the president's name from its building. The New York Times reports they already did that in West Palm Beach, Florida. There was a Trump plaza in uh, West Palm Beach, and they took the name Trump down. So it just says plaza, which is a great name for a building. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this place, then this building's going to be called Place. Isn't doesn't he own that building? Um, no, he. Oh, he doesn't. Okay. Licensed out his name to oh, them. Oh, all right. So, all right, I see. Yeah. In 2000, the building at 200 Riverside Boulevard entered into a licensing agreement with DJT Holdings, one of Trump's companies, giving the 46-story building the right to use the Trump name. But in January, the condominium board asked the court to declare that the licensing agreement does not actually require it to use Trump's name. Now that the court has ruled in the board's favor, the building's 377 condo owners can vote on whether to remove Trump's name. The judge appeared to indicate that removing the letters from the building would be changing the building's name, which requires a two-thirds majority vote. After Trump's election, 253 of those owners participated in a straw poll that found nearly two-thirds of them wanted to remove the name. But a lawyer for a Trump subsidiary sent a letter warning that if the board attempted to do so, Trump would commence appropriate legal proceedings to not only prevent such unauthorized action, but to also recover the significant amount of damages, costs, and attorney's fees. Trump organization lawyers argued that the building owners were only charged $1 to use Trump's name and that in addition to the single dollar, the owners were giving giving assurance that the name would appear on the building in perpetuity, but the judge found no evidence in the four-page agreement of that deal. The Trump organization will still manage the building. 
Its contract runs until 2019. Other Trump-branded buildings in New York, as well as Panama City and Toronto, have recently removed his name as well. So it's just New York being New York. It's New York being New York. We'll be back with Hour 2 just a couple minutes from now. Tom Bernard Show.